Hello and welcome to Inside the Mind of a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. I am Katie Kinsey Bebe, your hostess with the Moses, and join with me is one of the most animated people I know. He is the co-owner of uh, Bell to Bells. He is the host of the self-proclaimed Mr. Warren Hayes show, Mr. Warren Hayes. How you doing? I'm doing great, Katie. Thank you very, very much for having me. This will be fun. I'm so excited when we kind of goaded you in to doing this, Matt and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was very happy. So, yeah, so that uh, might be fun. I was like, okay, sure. No, but for real, like, I, like I'm always up for a talk. I'm always up for a chit chat. This is, you know, and, and yeah, most of the time it's a question of timing and everything sort of fell into place really easily. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's. It, it, I'm really excited. I'm glad you invited me on. Thank you very much. I heard her Jizzy was on before me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so you so you decided to book her before me? Listen, Warren. Yeah. I had no, to no, get, I'm sorry. I, I had to. I had to get a woman on, and Jizzy's, just Jizzy. Sure. Okay. Fine then. Listen, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> if this oh, no, even if this even makes it to the light of day, I could be canceled by now. Who knows? Oh yeah, well yes, because you did have Jizzy on before me. I Indeed, did. yes, I yes. Did. There's a fair chance of that. It, it happened at the thing. She even said afterwards, "It might be you might be canceled." I'm like, "That's fine. It was a good run. <laughs> it was a good year. It was a good run. <laughs> it was a good year. What can I do at this point? Nothing. <laughs> but you've been a very busy man." Uh, do you mm-hmm. want to kind of just tell people what you've been doing this past year? Oh, this year has been, uh, this, be, this year has been remarkable. Uh, actually, um, we had, a when I say we had Bell to Bells, we had a very good, very good year, uh, which is our, uh, when I say our, okay, let's start over. <laughs> Bell to Bells has had a great year this year for myself and Kristen Ashley, who is the co-owner. We're actually three, uh, co-owners. There's Lauren involved in that as well um and uh there we had a very good year this year there's tons of stuff that just uh that just happened that just came together mm-hmm. um uh, we uh man i had the chance to interview so many so many wonderful women talent this year so many wonderful women wrestlers and, and not just wrestlers women who are involved in wrestling in general and so did Kristen. uh you know our, our association through uh pwi as well pro wrestling illustrated that uh opened up i'm not gonna lie it opened up uh a lot of possibilities for us uh and possibilities that were just straight up um that just worked really really well uh kevin mccalvani who's the current editor-in-chief is a fantastic dude who believes in what we do so uh associations working with him were very very easy uh and um it uh, it just translated into like just some fantastic stuff throughout the year. Interviews, uh, being on the women's uh, the top uh, 150 women's list mm-hmm. for the PWI this year. That was uh, something a little unexpected, but a thrill for me to be on. Uh, and uh, and just everything that happened, the celebration that we did uh, once the list was released with everyone that we chatted on there. Like that's it. It. it our what we wanted to what we decided to do with bell to bells uh we sort of shift folk we shifted focus right at first we were like 
we, we you know we our vision uh, the, the plan was a new site right mm-hmm. and then as things move along you, you know you realize that at some point you, it's hard to compete for news right because yeah. everyone there's a few people who get the scoops there's a few people who get the real juicy bits mm-hmm. right and everyone else aggregates if we're let's just be let's straight up honest made, yeah. that's the thing right so at some point, you know, we're like, well, you know, writing op-eds is super cool, you know, but it's also a difficult way to get mm-hmm. uh, to 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 get noticed, right? It's also a, it's a it's again very niche and difficult to to break through. Mm-hmm. The news is very is very tough as well. So at some point, you know, we just we decided to shift and become we you know, we started to talk more about being about doing advocacy for women's wrestling, you know. Yeah trying to just be there, give voices, be a platform um, to to see these wrestlers and talk to them outside of, you know, actually fighting with people, actually cutting promos, you know, trying to get different uh, different visions, different different perspectives and do a lot of promotion of women's wrestling in that way by celebrating the women that were doing it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm out of breath for some bizarre <laughs> reason. It's like, geez. I'm pushing 50, but Jesus Christ, man, you know, um, you're just talking, you know, <laughs> it's not, you're not running a five kilometer uh, marathon here. So, so we, um, so when we started doing that, I, it, it, it things really started feel it, it, everything felt much more put together and we're very, very proud of where the site is today and everything we do. And the YouTube channel has just exploded. Thanks to all the, the interviews that we've been getting. We're fortunate we talk to women with from all uh, all promotions yeah we talked to women from wwe uh, and aew uh got the chance uh, of course tons of independent women and uh, from the nwa from rest in peace ring of honor from impact we even got to talk to joshi women which yeah. for me is a highlight mm-hmm. um because uh it just doesn't happen all that that often in english interviews don't happen all that often and it's really cool then because then the the very very passionate joshi community comes back to us gives us feedback and says thank you very much for giving us or maybe not thank you but they say i don't want to get too presumptuous <laughs> but they do say it's very cool to see english language interviews you know and because uh, they they don't happen all that often and we're very like you know there's a lot of work that goes into it yes mm-hmm. but we're also very fortunate to the people who help us out to the contacts that we have, we're, uh, we're we're just we're just very very fortunate that uh, that there are so many people out there who seem to uh, who who seem to uh, who that uh, that fa- that have our that that allows our, our 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 mission statement, I guess, to resonate with them, and that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, there you go. See How's that for an answer. That that's <laughs> that's what I want to see, Warren. This is what I this is what I wanted. Here we go. Uh, so before I start asking you some questions, there's some about podcasting, uh, and then there's just some general knowledge. Oh, and hey, I got questions. to go. To, hey, by the oh, way, I got oh. to go to NWA. That's it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. Fr- I got to go to NWA Power this year because of all of this. Wait, really? That, empower did i say power i meant empower oh, there we go. to the to the women's show sorry uh, and i got to see that live because because of that because people were you know were like hey let, let's let's have bell to bells over and we were invited and it was absolutely fantastic and we got, like i talked to a bunch of people over there you know j- just um 
it, 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 it really was amazing. And to be there live as well, mm-hmm. it, 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 and such a great show, great atmosphere. Everyone was into it. Uh, no, I, there's nothing, nothing to say. It was a fantastic, it's been a fantastic year. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt No, no, your you're fine. Question. I just, it's, just went, oh my God. It's okay. It happens all the time to people. Like, <laughs> you ever just trying so hard to think of something and then two days later you're just minding your own business and it just like hits you like a ton of bricks you're like oh my god that's what it was thankfully it didn't happen to me like 10 days from now we're like damn it i forgot to tell <laughs> kenzie you're just gonna you're gonna mess with me and be like i fuck i forgot to tell you this i'm sorry we need to splice this in edit this in <laughs> we'll have another zoom call <laughs> real quick we'll just throw it in <laughs> <laughs> so um how did you get your start into podcasting um you know sort of like out of the blue like anything um i had actually i was writing i was uh, i was writing is it 2018 yes i think 2018 if i'm not mistaken okay and uh i i had started writing for or no actually no the, the writing had started in 2017 i was writing for uh um daily ddt over on the fan side of network okay uh and uh started writing there just you know shoot my shot and the editor at the time there joe soriano he said yeah sure come on in you know i was a completely unproven commodity (laughs) i had been listening to some podcasts moving in you know and started reading up on on stuff i was listening to uh going in raw and back then you know the what culture when the cultaholic guys were still there you know you know um and uh and so you know i'm sort of getting immersed in everything and i'm doing the writing thing and 2018 rolls along or about mid around the spring and i'm sort of like i'm still writing but i find it i find it difficult you know like i'm finding it like i i'm enjoying it but i'm also finding it hard because you sort of want to get fun topics you don't want to do what everyone else is doing i had a great like joe was a fantastic editor joe Joe was the kind of editor where if you came with an idea, he'd never strike it down. He'd say, well, have you thought about going maybe down this route? And you're like, oh, this is even better kind of thing. Like he was very super cool and always proud to have called him boss, you know? Um, And, uh, and at some point um, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, you know, just a random down Twitter. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful. I don't know if you've heard of him. He, uh, he tweets out, would anyone like to join me to do a retro pay-per-view review of Great American Bash? I think it was 95. I don't remember. Okay. Probably the 95, 94, 95. I opened up my DM. I sent him one. No, uh, not even. I like replied directly. I said, sure, I'd love to do it. He sends me a DM back and he, and he says, uh, do you have a microphone? Do you have a quality microphone? I said, yes, I have a quality microphone. So he says, good. We will record next Friday at 1 p.m. Does that work for you? not a problem so i go out i hang out i go out and i go buy myself a quality microphone there you go (laughs) you fake it till you make it right hell yeah um and and that's literally how i started so i do the recording with 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 sean uh had a great time doing it i'm like i i should i can i can do this i can do this like you know i open up my youtube channel i start doing it then in the meantime uh sean brings me on fightful uh fightful select to begin with and i just i do uh nxt nxt uk 205 live reviews i was on that beat for a while then started doing uh friday night 
SmackDown reviews with him. Mm-hmm. I was uh, part of the Wednesday Night Wars podcast. I was right the, that when that started, when um, when Dynamite popped in and uh, and then NXT jumped in uh, on Wednesday night. So that was a lot of fun. Did that for a while. Like that's essentially how I got started. And in the meantime, doing my stuff on my end and uh, you know, just everything, uh, everything clicked, everything, everything happened from, from there on. But yeah, I mean, if I, if it, if it hadn't been for Sean, like just tweeting it out there and being like, okay. And me jumping on the opportunity, I don't know, I don't know if what, what would have been the other kick in the pants that I would have needed to to go forward with it? Isn't it crazy that yeah. Twitter just becomes this thing, this own entity where opportunities can be made? Just, oh, the, just I mean, the there, tweet. There's a lot of garbage on Twitter, okay? Let's not, a second. Let's not sit here and go, Twitter, what a wonderful area to make <laughs> meaningful connections with oh, your fellow no, men. No. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. Twitter's a hell site, right? True. It's like, you know, it, it, it's 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 literally like the, you know, you've you've played Minecraft, right? You uh, know, when, twice, yeah. uh, when you dig down all the way, you know, and you eventually get to the to the lava, right? Well, that's mm-hmm. it. That Twitter is the lava. Like at first you'll be like, oh, this is fun. You know, you're going to, oh, the first few people you chat with, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, there's all this, there's all these people, you know? <laughs> well, this junk, these <laughs> big brained opinions happening around here oh look they're replying to me okay nine times out of ten twitter is toxic as hell and terrible yes that one time every once it's in a while it's the quality right it's yeah it but sucks. for real i agree with you it's when you when you do find these people these gems these these mm-hmm. individuals where you're like oh wow okay this was worthwhile because i i you know of course exaggerating a little i've made some meaningful connections yeah. with some great people on twitter a lot of people who follow uh you know follow me on twitter as well you know we have some really fo- uh, who follow me on uh follow the, the the podcast is what i'm trying to say there you go <laughs> <laughs> they they reach out to me on twitter and we have some you know there, there are fun exchanges to be had don't get me wrong it's just <laughs> sometimes yeah, there's a lot of sifting that yeah. you have to do and sometimes that's what's getting that's what's uh get exhausting gets exhausting jesus yeah. christ am i like be able to continue talking yeah, yeah like okay. english <laughs> yeah i think i'm fine hopefully i'm not having a stroke i would hope not i don't know honest or god I would if i do no have a stroke katie you have my entire permission to put it on twitter <laughs> no. and get the views okay it's all about the views jesus christ <laughs> but i get to monetize it that's the that okay. That's whoa, the trade-off. Oh no, oh no! I don't even have a custom URL. You cannot be out here trying to monetize my videos. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Wait, the... a, wait a damn minute here. <laughs> Can I get the I'll custom URL? I'll copyright claim first? my stroke in a second. You'll see. I'll be like TV Asahi when post when you post a Toriano gif. It'll be all <laughs> over you. <ya. laughs> oh my god! See, this is exactly why I wanted to have you on for this. This is great. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> so, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, no, you you were you were you explained how you got your start. Oh yeah. Um, so how many episodes would you roughly say you've done of your podcast? I've done more than ten for sure. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> more than ten. Damn it. <laughs> since, <laughs> that's my, so, that's so my since twenty eighteen, 
you do one uh, okay well here hang on yeah look, can, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do this slide look let me let me pop on the old youtube channel here no. <clears throat> this is why we do this and uh do we have some kind of uh i don't know if there's a way to actually like count Unless you put them in like a playlist, maybe. Yeah, or hang on. Let me go to the studio. Give me a second here. I don't know. But honestly, like I've done <laughs> I've done I've done so 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 many. If I go to the live count and let's say I scroll down. Okay, look. There's about there's thirty videos per page. Okay. Okay. When you display it. Uh-huh. And I have No, sorry. I have about nine hundred and ten. There you go. I, I just did the math. About 910 Jesus. episodes. My God. In all sorts of forms. Yes. Yeah. So out of those 910 episodes, which is, that's a number. Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, do you have, off, off the top of your head, because again, you came in here blind, not knowing the questions I was going to ask. Do you have a favorite episode? Or I'll make it a little easier for you, since you've done a shit ton of interviews. Do you have a favorite interview? Or a few that come to mind. Okay, well, I'll do two. How about that? Because the interviews are really the, the interview is a good question. Um, I think my favorite episode. Okay, look, I'll go for two as well. Okay, that's fine. The actually, okay, my I think my first favorite episode okay. was my first the first person I've ever had I ever had on as a guest okay. on on my podcast when I started doing prediction shows and I was like it'll be fun to have someone on. And that first guest was my fiance to be Kristen Ashley. Oh, that's cute. Okay. We were, we were both working at Fansided. Okay. That's how we met. We were both writers there. Love that. And and uh, we 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 were very we were extremely good friends. We got along super well. And I was like, why don't you come on my podcast? You'll be my first guest. We'll try stuff. Like I felt comfortable because I was like, look, there, you know, shit is gonna go wrong. You know, <laughs> it's my the first time I'm doing this live with a guest. So she did that, and so that's that's a good one. Yeah. Um, and um, myself, uh, Tony from the former Smart to Death podcast, okay, and JPQ, big paws on a pup of the No Particular Angle podcast, we'd get together once in a while when there were big New Japan events, and we 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 talk about. The new japan event you know we'd either if it was about the g1 we'd do some bracketology if we just finished watching dominion we'd wrap up dominion you know okay. but the three of us had such such amazing charisma like yeah. uh, not, not charisma chemistry. Um, uh, chemistry we did have a lot of charisma <laughs> but but it, the chemistry we had the three of us together like they're they're still two very good friends of mine even though both of them have sort of taken a step back from podcasting. Yeah. And and I will always remember those great moments we'd put on our jackets so that we look professional, something with a collar. We called ourselves the Blazer Bros. Okay. Yeah. So that, that that was so that was my uh that that was our thing. And uh we 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 did a few of those. We you know, you know when you do these types of podcasts and then you actually start developing inside jokes. Yeah. With the, you know, that was, fat, you know, yep. the Juice Robinson being a B-plus player is one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh, it's it's all it's just fantastic stuff. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, 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 I miss having them around, not going to lie. Bring them back. You can, you can I wish, bring them back. I wish I don't have the money. Uh, the, 
And as far as interviews go, oh, I've interviewed so many, so many wonderful, wonderful women. You have. Uh, I was super lucky to have a chance to interview uh, uh, Kylie Ray at okay. NWA Empower. And she, you know, she doesn't, she didn't give a lot of interviews. She's, you know, obviously she doesn't right now. All the best to you, Kylie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, she was very kind. She was at her booth. And I just came up and I asked and we sort of worked it out. And, it was, and she was like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, that I feel, it was a short interview, five minutes, I'd say something like that, mm-hmm. a little less. But I very fortunate, you know. That's that's the kind of thing that I I, I felt really yeah really good about. Um, I interviewed Hyann is one of my favorite interviews. I've interviewed okay. her twice. Hyann wow. is fantastic. She's so nice and uh, such such a talented wrestler too. I'm so glad that there's good things that seem to be on the horizon for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fantastic. Got to interview Priscilla Kelly before she became Gigi Dolan. Okay. So that's really dope. She she was she was also so sweet. These women are so great, Kenzie. That's the thing. It's like most of the time, like I'll I'll finish an interview, and I'll tell Kristen, "Hey, I'm done," you know, and she said, "How how does it go?" I'll say, "She was just super sweet." Yeah. You know, that's usually all, and it's just that's what you say about all of them. Well, that it's true. They're all wonderful, and they love to talk. They love to talk about what they do. Um, yeah. It's just it's. It's just fantastic stuff. Uh, 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 Mercedes Martinez. I talked to 55 minutes with one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. You know, that's that's a big for? deal. And she, and she spilled the beans. Like she talked about retribution. She talked wow. about, you know, how she, you know, she was like, nah, I'm not doing this, son. You know, like she, <laughs> li- she was like, basically, the, y- y- y'all can go listen to the interview because she also talks about how she, start got into the business and she was uh, she wrestled with the uh, Afa well she was not with Afa but the the Anoa'i family she wrestled for their promotion so she knows all these people yeah. she knows Afa um so it's really interesting for her to, to to go listen how all of this started but then you know when we start talking about retribution and so on she basically says they gave me the mask and said I can't wrestle with this mask I have asthma if you had asked me yeah you know well how, what do you think about this or showed me a prototype i would have told you i can't but i can't wrestle in this i will literally choke okay yeah and and then the rest of the story is there it's fantastic <laughs> uh um sakazaki is an uh, she is adorable <laughs> but like like mind-blowingly adorable i asked she i tell her what why well, she, she got into wrestling because first of all she wanted to do comedy okay okay this is the story she says says i wanted to do wrestling because i wanted to get into comedy and there's this this japanese comedian apologies if i don't remember the name uh says this japanese comedian her thing was that she she'd do the comedy bit and then she'd wrestle an animal so that's what i wanted to do and i'm like of course right in japan yeah the comedians wrestle animals right as they should so i asked yuka i said well if you had gone down this route what animal would you have liked to wrestle and i'm expecting a koala bear uh you know a you know a kiwi bird uh you know (laughs) small yeah you know like you know uh, you know a, a handful of gerbils no she says a komodo dragon (laughs) <laughs> just 
I lose it. I just lose it. <laughs> all things a Komodo dragon? Yeah, which is huge and violent and strong and, and nasty, you know? That's, you know, that's awesome little bubbly, sparkly Yuka Sakazaki, you know, it's like, it's wild. <laughs> Mesa Ruga is also fantastic and her partner Aki over in Choco Pro, those guys. Aki is, he's fantastic. He's a, such a, a, a passionate about the business. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to pick one, right? Diana Parazzo? I, I, I mean, spoke to Diana twice on top of that. I, I usually just say like one, but I like when people give multiple answers. And then I talked to, see, because I'm li listening off wrestlers, right? But I'm, I talked to Gia Miller, who is like the, the, who's the impact backstage correspondent, right? Okay. Who recently, you know, Ace Austin's uh, uh, girlfriend, you know, they recently lost everything in a, in a fire, right? They lost their, yeah. their apartment, right? This was months ago before all of this disaster happened. She is delightful. She's she's wonderful and she loves the business. She talk about how she came through. So that's the cool thing that you get to talk to all these people. And then I'm talking about women and women and women, and a couple of dudes. Then I get, you know, then I talk to LGBTQ people, yeah. non-binary people, you know, dark chic. Uh, 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 um, uh, her, uh, shit, the name's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Edith Surreal, you know? Again, and fantastic, fantastic people with more great stories and from a completely different yeah. perspective on top of that, you know, mm -hmm. so it, I'm t it was such a rich, fascinating year for that. And I'm sorry, I like, I can't pick no, one. It's okay. but, look, if I were to pick one, it's completely biased. It's Mercedes Martinez, but that's because she really <laughs> is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I think she's one of the, one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. And, uh, and I hope that. I hope that wrestling maintains enough independence so that we can still recognize the um, the contributions that a lot of wrestlers have had and that we don't depend on WWE for the yeah. history of wrestling because WWE will skew and obscure whatever they want in regards to the history of wrestling yeah. uh, to suit their narrative, yeah. right? because it's a corporation and I don't blame them for doing that. That's what they're supposed to do. The, their job is not to make sure that the history of wrestling is preserved. They, a corporation doesn't give a shit about that. A corporation wants to make money. Mm -hmm. That's why you need outside forces. That's why you need this quote unquote dirt sheets to, to maintain, to, to keep the history alive, to make sure that we are able to remember the things that happened in the past, not necessarily just, you know, the, the, the bad stuff. I'm talking about like legitimate legacies yeah. of wrestlers that you won't necessarily hear all that much about unless they do make it to a, a large national promotion. Mm -hmm. But a woman like Mercedes Martinez, her contribution to the, to the business and to women's wrestling is insane. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. The first ship, she wrestled Sarah Del Rey on the first shimmer show 2004 I want to yeah. say 2002 2004 on the very first show and it's out there on YouTube if you guys want to take a look at it it is a 20 I'm going to spoil it ends in a draw 20 minute time limit draw <laughs> but this is in an era where women on a wrestling program are expected yeah. to fight in brawn panties matches and pillow fights and bullshit like that yep. and then you turn around and you get Sarah Del Rey, Mercedes Martinez, 
tearing the house down, getting a standing ovation from 75 people in, you know, a, 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 an American Legion room or whatever, wherever they are, wherever the venue is. Like, it's not a theater or anything. You know, it's like, a, it's not a gymnasium, but it, like yeah. a Knights of Columbus place or whatever. <laughs> and the, 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 the place just explodes. And mm-hmm. you yourself, and you watch it today, this match still holds up. This, you look at this like 15 years ago, pl- 15 plus, and they're doing things that the women are still d- are doing commonplace today. They're like, they, these are legitimate trailblazers and we have to be able to recognize them. I, I mean, I agree, especially Mercedes Martinez, who doesn't get like the credit she deserves no, for as much as so. she's done and how long she's been in the business. Like, that, I feel like women especially women who have been in the business as long as they've been like they deserve credit like mercedes uh oh my god off the top of my head i thought i was gonna have a list i don't well sarah del rey is a very good example there you go right there um, uh we can we can go to women like jazz yeah uh, as well uh never forget never forget gail kim and the, whatever what she tried to do as well in gail wwe and was successful an in impact what's that gail kim's an icon Oh, she's fantastic. Oh, yeah. She's great. Like, Gail Kim can do no wrong at this point. Like, (laughs) no, you're right. Give her everything. Give it all to Gail Kim. I don't even care. It's a woman who stuck to her guns. That's the thing. Like, she she did not want to play what WWE wanted her to play. Of course, there's all the nasty racism on top (laughs) of that. But that's a whole other, you know. That's a whole uh, other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But but at its at, at the very core. Like they wanted her to do the sexy bullshit. It's like, no, I didn't. I, I didn't train to be a wrestler to come and do this. I yeah. You know, and you have to respect that. Yeah, love that. I like that. I also just love that you gave me about like seventeen answers. <laughs> so yeah, we got a little all over the place, and I love it. Oi, Riley Shepard. <laughs> Shout out to Riley. <laughs> Riley is she? She? I don't know if you've heard of her. I have no she's idea. she's a wrestler out. Uh, she's a, a northeastern uh, okay. based, and she she ref- she wrestles for uh, WWR Plus a lot, okay. uh, which is an offshoot of Beyond Wrestling. She's wrestled on a Beyond show, I think, as well. Like you get to see her on IWT Independent Wrestling TV is okay. what I'm trying to say. Riley is so cool, and she is a complete and utter geek. Like that, and that's her. That's her gimmick. Like she calls herself the guardian of the geeks, and she comes out with like with the paladin armor and the sword and everything. And I interviewed her. We spent like thirty minutes talking about LARPing and video games, there and you, you know that that's cool. And 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 she, she's just great. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> she's just great. On top of that, listen, <clears throat> I I love the variety of people you have it, i mean just from the names you've said alone like the variety you have because most people are like oh i'm gonna try and get the biggest name of biggest promotions whatever you're you're basically being like you're doing something cool let me interview you mm-hmm. and i love i love that honestly <clears throat> don't get me wrong we all like the big interviews well obviously but we we interviewed ty conti right i love her that was our first aew interview ever we got we we reached out and they said sure ty conti absolutely that's insane and i'm like, and I'm like you yeah and i was like that's that's fine and again again what a delight she's absolutely 
but she's really a what you see is what you get kind of person. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you know, when you talk a little bit beforehand, you do the warm up, you just try some stuff up, you know. Yep. She's the same. She's the same as what you see on TV, as you see her in the interview. And when you're talking, she's like, she's really a what you see is what you get kind of person. Everyone says, she looks so nice. She looks delightful. She's so nice. She's delightful. Uh, but that being said, don't get me wrong. You like to get the big interviews. You like to get, you like to get the ones that are a little juicier. Yeah. Like, like Tay, you like to talk to Mercedes Martinez who just left the company and hasn't given a lot of interviews and suddenly she's like, yeah, I'll give you the interview. Yeah. Then you talk 50 minutes with her, you know, it's like, you like that kind of stuff, right? It's, yeah. It, of course. But women's wrestling is so diverse yep. in both, um, in every sense of the word, actually. Mm -hmm. It's not just two appellations. And it's so diverse and there are so many women wrestling everywhere in different types of promotions, top to bottom, doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's doing, if, if, if I feel like if I were ever to become really big enough to be like, okay, I get, I can get any of the big interviews. I, I could just call up AEW and said, Hey, send Brit click, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> if I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but if I were, I, if that would ever be the case, I'd feel like I, I could not stop interviewing the up and comers, the women who, and we're, we say up and comers, the women who work the indies and who love working the indies yeah. as well, you know, because there's a lot of them who will tell me, I don't care about getting signed. I do, a, I have, a, you know, I make a, a decent living on the indies and I get to do what I want. I pick my dates, you know, all the, yeah. the, the freedom that goes along with it. I, getting signed isn't a stopgap for me you know it's it's not it's not the mm -hmm. end game i just want to wrestle that's what i want and if a good signing happens and everything clicks good but that's not necessarily my objective so you know you i i you, you want to be able to cover it because the the the, the face of women's wrestling is Im immense and i'm not trying to say that the face of women's wrestling is fat I'm trying to say that the face of women's wrestling has a lot of facets to it it's it's it it, it 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 covers a lot of it covers a lot of uh spectrums <laughs> not fat i wasn't even taking that, it like that as i was saying i was like no don't say don't say the face of women's wrestling is fat warren come on i wasn't even like taking it like that and then you said it and that's all i started thinking about just really big chubby i'm the face of women's wrestling i'm like oh my god Warren. <laughs> So, again, 910 episodes of your podcast. Or so, I guess. Or, uh, rough estimate. Um, countless interviews. How... Okay, I gotta figure out how to phrase this. Have there been any unexpected moments that have happened while you're recording that kind of made you just go, what the fuck? Oh my god, you start cracking up, you break, anything you can think of off the top of your head. Oh my God! Um, there's, there's really, I can't think of something, something completely unexpected. I, do, I, I, yeah, this, <laughs> like, I this, this works, unexpected. This, perfect. Um, <laughs> As I say, because some people, I mean, you were talking about Yuka, and she was like, well, I'll I would have wrestled a Komodo dragon. Something, sure. Anything like that, that you can think of off the top of your head. It's a hard question. 
because uh, yeah, the 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 yuka thing was it you know it's a it's a really it's a really good it's a really good story uh you know and then about itself where you're like okay did she she really did yeah. just say that uh <laughs> oof. I'm sorry, nothing comes no, to okay. mind. I, it's okay. I, but it could be, well, you know, maybe it's the onset of my, of this stroke we've been talking about. You know, <laughs> it could it. be, could be another, it could be another, <laughs> could be another sign here. Oh um, <laughs> I like that this is the recurring theme of this episode too. Is is Warren actually having a stroke? Okay, well here, here's okay, here's okay, here's here's something, and I'm sure I'm, I'm sure she won't mind if I talk about this. I'm ready. Um, I'm in, uh, getting ready to interview Dark Sheik, right? And it's in and it's an interview that Delta Bell is doing in cooperation collaboration with uh, PWI, so it's going to end up also on the PWI radar. Now PWI uh, is a little more PG than what a lot of us do in the podcasting sphere, you know. Okay. I I shit fuck dick, you know, right and left. <laughs> Same. Not not that big a deal. Same. Um, but but for PWI, you know, I sort of I, I sort of tone it tone down. Tone it down you know, exactly. And, so I'm talking with with Dark Sheik, uh, and uh, and I'm actually interviewing Dark Sheik for the PWI 500. And I got, I, I'm like I wasn't supposed to tell anyone their their ranks as I'm because we're we're front loading a lot, but Sheik is one of the last that we're doing. We're getting close to the release, so I'm like I can tell you if you want, you know. So Sheik is like, oh, that's awesome, and she you know she's super chill, like you know. It's like no problem, you know. It's like that'd be fun, man. You know, kind of thing. She lives on the West Coast, you know. So, so, um, so I'm getting ready to set up and everything, and so, so I won't tell you what the ranking is, so that you can you can react accordingly when we start. So, start everything. Hey, everyone, Miss Warren Hayes here, Dark Sheep, <laughs> blah blah blah. We're recording, right? Uh, and so on and so forth. And uh, how you doing, Dark Sheik? Oh, I'm great. That's awesome. You know, Dark Sheik this year coming in. I'm going to get to announce it to get her reaction on the PWI 500, not the women's 150, you know, the 500 list. Yeah. You are coming in at number 399. And she goes, well, that's great. You know, she's really happy. <laughs> Time to celebrate. And she pulls out a joint, pops it between her, <laughs> and she starts puffing on it. I'm like, I'm look, this is, you know, fine by me, but this is not going to fly with my, with my editor in chief here. It's just, Oh, I should have asked first. Look, honestly, like, you know, that's amazing. Sure. But it's not that big a deal. You know, it's like, so, you know, okay, well, we'll do it over again. Kind of. <laughs> so we, we, we recorded it because it, the, the, like I told her, if it had been on my channels exclusively, I'd be uh, like, yeah. Hey, fantastic let's do please celebrate you know but mm -hmm. yeah that <laughs> see i knew you would think of something great that's amazing she that's really a just fun said story, yeah. blaze up cool lights <laughs> up and i'm like oh cool but <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry cool cold water here you go <laughs> like, fuck no <laughs> that's amazing she's she's super cool too uh, i mean she sounds again, like it and she's she's again she like the, here's another trailblazer that you know could easily be lost to history because she's been doing this for well over a decade like for a long long time and uh and uh you know a, a very very important name 
for the LGBTQ community, wrestling community over on the West Coast as well. You know, she's she runs Hood Slam, which okay. is a fantastic promotion over there um, that caters to everyone um, and uh, and is not afraid to take risks, you know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. she herself is very important on that level too. So again, you know, because it, it's something that I, whenever I have an opportunity to talk about it, I, I have to hammer it home. You just you, you cannot leave the history of wrestling in the hands of one company. You just can't, mm-hmm. and you cannot you, you, because the the history of wrestling is so rich, mm-hmm. um, full of good, full of bad, just like any history of any business, regardless, yep. right? But there's a lot of good, and that has to survive. It has to thrive, and we have to learn about it. We have to know about it. If WWE ends up being the sole proprietor of the history of wrestling you will never hear about dark chic you know at their wwe kind of sucks a lot of the time so it's it's a hard company to like it's a hard company to like yeah that's putting it mildly it's putting it nicely okay i'm a canadian i'm a nice guy see canadians nice i told you i literally told you this before we started recording that canadians are nice people americans kind of actually suck but what did I tell you? Do you remember what I told you? I said we have we we do have people here in Canada who suck as well. We call them Albertans. <laughs> well, good thing people don't listen and, and, to me in Canada. So, <laughs> hey, shout out to all the Albertans right now who might be listening. Like Katie has no idea, right? Shout just, out. I tell I tell her the joke and it goes seventy feet over her head because right because it's a purely Canadian okay. gag right there. But uh, no, it's a joke. I love Albertans. Uh, Spencer Love from Love Wrestling. Love you, my man. He's Albertan, and he's the only one I can stomach. So there you go. Thank you. I'm kidding. It's a joke. The Hart family are from Alberta. You know, the Alberta. It, I'm just being stupid. <laughs> no, you're but being great. But, but most Albertans are jerks, for the record. It's the, tex- it's the Texas of Canada is what it is. No, no, no! I mean, she's laughing, but I'm not kidding. There, in Calgary, once a year, there's this huge event called the Calgary Stampede. If you live in Canada, you know about this. Like, it's not a local thing; it is a national treasure of an event, and it's going to be like I don't know a week of rodeo shit, guys riding bulls, and you know, lassoing down calves. What do you do in a rodeo? You know that kind of stuff. It happens for over a week. It's this huge competition. It's a huge deal. And there's SUVs everywhere. Everyone barbecues. Yeah. You know, it's the only it's the only province in the country that uh, uh, um, in Canada that 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 uh, 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 wants looser gun control. In the, you know, in the, I'm t- it's the Texas of Canada. I know what I'm talking about. And in Quebec, we're the douchebags. Well, there you go. It all it all evens out. There you go. I'm from Pennsylvania, so I get it. <laughs> are, are, are Pennsylvanians douchebags? Uh, specifically, people from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. Now I know, I'm, now I know what I'm you're Pittsburgh. talking about. Okay, I know a lot about the rivalries in the 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 rivalries because of the Kroll Show. Have you ever watched that? I've seen a few episodes of the Kroll Show. Yeah. Because he has this whole series uh, of um, pawn shop owners as uh, sketches, right? Mm-hmm. Little bits 
they're pawn shop owners and one guy's in Pittsburgh, the other guy's in uh, Philly. Philly. And they're they're cousins, yeah. but they're feuding cousins. So that's that's where I got a lot of my uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Philly, Pittsburgh warfare. It's I know true, though. It's crazy. Like, I, I have a friend who lives on that side of the state. And okay. I talk to her all the time, but I haven't seen her because she came to college up here or over here, I guess. And she lives on that side of the state. I'm like, I would come see you, but it means I have to be near Philly. And I don't know if I can do that. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's not even that. I just don't have a working car right now. That's actually but, the reason. <laughs> but y'all have, Philly's the city that has the, the, the cracked bell, right? The, the, the thing yeah, that. Yeah, the Liberty Bell. It's the, it's the city of brotherly love. Yeah. Right? But Philadelphia. As, listen, especially when it comes to sports, it is yeah, no. head, head to head. Sure. But Pittsburgh greater than Philadelphia. Whatever. You have like, no say I'm in not, this. I'm, it's okay. I'm I'm not picking a side. <laughs> I, okay, I'll I'll pick I'll pick Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is cool. You know what I like about about the Pittsburgh and I swear the stroke is coming. You know what I like about the Pittsburgh sports teams they all have the same color scheme it's all the it's all the black the gold the white yep you know whether it's in the nfl the nhl you know uh, and, and honestly a lot of canadians feel very very close to pittsburgh because you have housed two of our greatest hockey exports of all time Sidney crosby and um mario lemieux you know, uh, which we bestowed upon ye with with uh, great pride. Thank you. Seriously, we needed you're, it. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. God damn, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so, so, no, but no, but I, I, I would, I'd feel like there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of kinship between uh, around here and uh, and with uh, Pittsburgh because uh, uh, for, uh, mostly because of hockey. Everything oh, yeah. is about hockey. Everything here. is about hockey. Mm -hmm. I mean, hockey's like the only sport I watch. <laughs> so. <laughs> and wrestling. Oh, I don't really count wrestling as a sport. <laughs> it's just entertainment <laughs> to me at this point. <laughs> I just watch it every week. I don't really consider it a sport. Not it's a sport, but it, it, that's a porn. That's another podcast. We can I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So <laughs> we brought up. Uh, hockey, because you know the rivalry between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Do, besides podcasting, because you do it a lot, do you have any other hobbies that you like to do? No, no. <laughs> nothing else. No time for hobbies. Nothing else. You do nothing. Um, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, um, surprisingly enough, I, I, well, I consume a lot of media. I'm not gonna mm -hmm. lie. I listen to a shitload of music. I I like to keep up with with um, with current trends and whatnot. I used to yeah. in another life. I was uh, I was a music blogger for for a, a, another site. Yeah, but we're not we're not diving into that today. Uh, we're we're not diving time? into that today. Am I gonna have to make a part May, two? Maybe maybe next time because it's it, yeah towards uh, when my. Um, when my second kid was born, okay. I got in, I got in, well, look, 
without naming anything, we'll just we'll paint it broad broad strokes. Okay. When my second kid was born, I took a, a shit ton of paternity leave, so I had a uh, so I had a little more time on my hands. Didn't have the, the constraints of work and so on and so forth. And I don't know. I just sort of fell into it. Started writing. Started writing for another blogging site at the time. I'll make you tell uh, me after the recording. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and the, um, yeah, so I, you know, so, it, you know, it was always, it, it was, it, it wasn't pitchfork. I'll tell you that. Okay. Straight off the bat. It wasn't that, but you know, it was a um, close, not a close competitor, but a, a pitchfork wannabe kind of website okay. where, you know, we'd review uh, current upcoming music and i would i me it was mostly tracks i'd listen to uh okay. singles that we'd get and then i'd i'd give those the little the little uh 500 word treatment you know <clears throat> so it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um so i, I so i listened i i listened to a lot of music love video games i really 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 love video games and uh i just finished i finished playing inscription okay and that's inscription with a Y, the second I, I N S C R Y P T I O N. Yeah, probably I've one seen, of my. I've seen things about it. I haven't played it, but I've seen stuff about it. It's it's a it, it's probably one of my favorite video games I played this year. Okay. It's Damn. really good. Yep, yep, yep. And it's it's a card building game. You know where you you go. You know you you build a deck of cards. You collect cards. Yeah. But not like Yu Gi Oh. It's not. It's not like oh, that. Yeah. It's it. No, it's not like it's, that. It's it's not Yu-Gi-Oh. Damn it! <laughs> you actually get cards in the game. You're not like opening packs and okay. paying DLC and shit like that. No, no, no. The cards are all in the game, and you assemble. You get all the cards, and then you you pick the cards, and you're like, I think this card would work well with this one, and you build your okay. deck like that kind of thing. And then there's a whole thing. But honestly. It's the, it's really the kind of game that if you, if I give you too much information, it's going to get spoilery, mm -hmm. and you don't want this game spoiled. Trust me. Okay. I will like trust on you on and you go in blind. I had a it was a treat. <laughs> Took me about twenty hours to finish the game. Damn. And I was very disappointed when it was done. <laughs> not because of the the ending sucks. It's because I wanted to play more. I'm not done that. with this game. I get that. Uh, and, uh, well, I should give the impression that I don't always sit on my ass, right? I like to hike. Okay. Hiking, hiking is probably the one thing that I, that I, that I like about sports. <laughs> like, I can't. Full circle. Like, I can't. I, yeah, I'm not good at team sports. I never was. I played baseball when I was a kid. My, my parents had me do everything. I played, I played the soccer I played the baseball. Uh, I played, uh, well, we didn't have like football really here. Um, what else did they have me do? They had me do scouts. I did scouts for a couple of years. Scouts okay. is fun. So, you know, of course, then you do a whole lot of different sports. You do the kickball and you do all, you know, all yeah. that shit. And T-ball and all that. Mm -hmm. um, but I was never really good at team sports regardless. Hiking is cool. Hiking, I like the idea of, I like the idea of heading out into in, into a forest, and then and then you're like, okay, that's my destination. Like, uh, yeah, okay, that set of caves over there, or uh, yeah. you know, the top of that little hill section. You know, and there's a, let's do it. And you go and you, you enjoy it. You know, and it's hot and you're sweating, and then you get there, 
and you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. And you sit down, you relax, you take nature in. It's very refreshing. Then you walk back. And usually it's a lot easier because it's downhill. Exactly. And then you're like, you, you, then, then you, and then you go home. I, that, that's, that's probably the most uh, sporty I get. There you go. That means I get that. good boots. But the one thing, I learned to hate baseball as a kid, though. Uh, okay. And I, to this day, I don't understand baseball. <laughs> it's the stupidest sport. Tell me I'm wrong, Katie. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I really like contact sports, so baseball. Well, see, here's, right? Because that's the thing. Like, at least there's always, like, something going on. There's a There's a test of strength. Like football, I watched football religiously in the '90s, right? Like okay. I was there for the for the failings, for for the the brass ring just being out of the grasp of the Buffalo Bills back then. You know, <laughs> I was there for the rise of the 49ers. Like I saw it all, right? For that, uh -huh. and I liked football. I liked the strategy aspect of it. You know, it's like setting things up and then and then the pause and then everyone resets. And I like the like that part of it. The 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 war part out a part of it mm -hmm. baseball it's like what nine guys standing around waiting for a ball and then you got the guy with his stick and he has to swing it and hopefully he'll be able <laughs> it is and and there's so much fucking waiting in baseball people are just standing there doing nothing and then I, I talk with a couple of my friends and they're like, yeah, it's great. You, but you go in the stands and then you get a, you, you drink, you get the beers and you start drinking because they go to minor league games around here. Mm. I'm like, you can drink from home. <laughs> you go you go to the baseball game, all four of you. Why don't you go to your place? Try, you know, and fire up the barbecue. Then on top of that, you'll have some food. True. But instead, and they, they're just standing around waiting and then Suddenly, there's a guy that's going to burst. He's going to run. Oh, he made it to first base. What an athlete, Christ. He ran really fast from one spot to another. Then he stopped. Holy shit. <laughs> the other guy threw the ball. Then this other guy caught it. Wow, what a catcher. Star athlete. The only oh, guy I have crying. respect for is the shortstop, because the shortstop never knows when he has to go or not. The shortstop's the only guy. Who, <laughs> you, is, is it is it the left fielder who's going to catch her? Is it the shortstop or sh the shortstop? Is it going to be the guy in second base? Like, what is he supposed to do? I have respect for that guy because he has the most ambiguous position out of everyone on that board. Because it's a board. It's a board. It's a it, yeah, Anyway. Jesus. <laughs> dumb. Oh I'm crying. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh man. <coughs> uh, so any other uh, hobbies, more <laughs> besides you <laughs> hating baseball with a burning passion? Um, I, uh, look, I'm very much, I'm very much, um, uh, very yeah, video games, uh, board games as well. Play a lot of those. Okay. Um, uh, that that's really those. Are, oh, and I cook. I cook a lot. I like to cook. I, I, I like have to seen cook. Some of your food on Twitter, very nice. <clears throat> Cooking is fun. It's very. It's the. It's the quickest way I find to. Well, two things. 
but oh, hang on. Oh, no, I'll stick with cooking because uh, I, because no, because I have I, I like I like plants. I like taking care of plants, but oh, I wouldn't okay. say I have necessarily a green thumb or anything. But there's something always good about doing doing something with your with your hands. And I think you know when we do a lot of content creation, and on you know my regular job as well requires me to be in front of a computer quite a bit. Yeah, like when it cooking is so tangible and real. You know, you you get into it, you start making things start adding spices everything becomes fragrant and there's there's sort of a reconnection that happens you know it's like everything becomes real again i'm making something and i'm making something useful and tangible that is going to feed the people i love kind of thing you know yeah um yeah i like i'm like i'm no i'm no master chef you know if you were to send me to chopped or something i'd get you know i'd get eliminated straight off the first round and be like so what did you make us warren um, <laughs> corn. <laughs> I've made you and corn. Co yeah, it's like corn with uh, butter, and I put some fresh thyme in the butter. It's like you know this basic shit. Um, they'll be like, okay, thank you, but you're gone. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, like, I, it, but I really, really do like. I really do like cooking. I wish I could bake bread better. I okay. tried. I, I'm, I'm okay at it, but I wish. I wish it could be better. I I think that would that's going to be a goal of mine. Become a proper bread maker. That's a good goal. There you go. Not a not so. a typical goal people have, but a very unique no. goal. You know, because it's frustrating when you go to these to these real bakeries. <laughs> like like I make my bread, and and the the bread is is. You know how some are some are airy. Yeah. You know, you know, like you get a nice baguette, let's say, right? Uh -huh. You crack it open and it's nice and airy and there's, it's light and so. My bread is nice and moist, but it's very compact. Okay. Like it doesn't have that open flowiness. I don't know. To it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some airiness. I wish I could get that. You, I'll I, keep at it. I think you just got to keep trying. I think I do have to just keep trying. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it happen. You gotta let me know if you make the perfect loaf of bread. I'm gonna have to know when this happens. Uh, I'll let you know. I'll let the whole fucking world know. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna like just make a whole YouTube video about it. You're, you're gonna put it mm -hmm. everywhere. You're gonna be like, I fucking yeah. did it. I made, I made it. The perfect. And then, loaf of will bread. I be able to do it again? Ooh, a saga. That, that'll be, that'll be the question. That's, that's a way to get the people hooked. Can he do it twice, folks? Exactly. Can he do it exactly. twice? I love that for you. <laughs> I can't wait for you to have the perfect loaf of bread. You deserve I can't it. wait either. You deserve it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, this is a question I ask everyone, like all of these, but this one I always like to hear. So if you could have a dinner, right? Maybe You don't specifically have to, to make it. I know you like to cook, but you don't have to make it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. There. Um, with any three wrestlers, dead or alive, who would you choose and oh. why? You don't have to tell me why if you don't want to. <clears throat> three wrestlers that I'd have over for dinner. Dead or alive? Roddy Piper. Okay. I think for the obvious reasons, I mean, it's just stories upon stories upon stories. I think he, he'd be he'd be a blast to have. Yeah. Um, 
who else would I like to have dinner with? Uh, Shingo Takagi. Okay. I don't know how great of dinner company he is, but just having him at the table would be pretty cool. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. And um, uh, man, and Bailey. Okay. That'd be my trio. I feel like that's a good trio. Roddy Piper, Shingo Takagi, and Bailey. I think that'd be a that'd be an interesting soiree. I would love to watch the table for four, technically, on that. And see what happens and Shingo basically sitting there. And I don't know how great his English is. I, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's all that, I don't think it's all that great. That's okay. Entertainment. Be interesting. As long <laughs> yeah, as you exactly. have a good time, that's all that matters. This is your dinner. Yeah. yeah, it's my dinner. I invited you people here. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> so... You've been doing this podcasting, everything, um, since 2017, 2018. We'll, we'll say around that time. Do you have any advice for anyone starting or it, it doesn't even have to be in the podcasting realm. Just any advice you want to give the people listening or watching. Get a good mic. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um, try that. And that's always what I've told everyone who's ever asked me. It's like, just, just try it. Yeah. You know, the, I started with writing because, because like, you know, I, like I said, you know, I used to do music blogging. I was, I've written before. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could do this for wrestling. Yeah. And I just reached out and was like, and no one pointed, I knew no one. I knew, I knew no one at that point. So you know, find find a spot <clears throat> that you can grow into. You know, so that, that 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 that's a good entry point. You know, fan sided was perfect for that daily DDT, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. There was a lot of us who were starting at that uh, at that time that were around there, and it was just like, okay, yeah. so that's a great entry point. But just try it out, and even if you don't want to go to an established publication or a network or whatever. It has never been this easy to start on your own and just try some stuff out. Just and and trying is the is part and parcel of it because you it's not going to be great mm-hmm. when you it's not when you're going to start it's not going to be great, mm-hmm. but you're going to grow into it and you're going to look back if you have the humility you'll be able to look back at what you're doing see what you're doing wrong and improve on it. You just have to be able to have that that um that distance right where you just you're able to look back what am i doing wrong what can i do better and you can reach out to others and ask for that kind of advice uh humility work goes a long way just being humble about yourself realizing you know what where you are what you're doing doesn't mean you can't have lofty goals yeah hey you want to be the next dave Meltzer? knock yourself out go for it i endorse you have dreams right yeah but uh you also have to have kind of like that humility to be like okay well i'm not the dave the next dave Meltzer right now you know but i'll work towards it good for you that's fantastic just like but try stuff out 
and something eventually is going to resonate with you. If it resonates with you, it will resonate with, with people, you know, a lot of, that's what I, the, I'm nothing special. Like, you know, I'm, a, I'm no, for real. Like I'm a, I'm a middle-aged white guy talking about wrestling. <laughs> is there anything more fucking basic than that in the rest, in, in the podcasting space? I'm not even kidding for real though. So I like I'm nothing special and I know this but the 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 comment that I get the most is that you know we we like it because you we we listen to you because you talk with passion you know you have fun talking about it you it shows that you like wrestling. Well that's the thing wrestling resonates with me so I'm able to communicate that I'm able to get that across so it resonates with other people. Like I said, if it resonates with you, it'll resonate with others and you'll get the audience. You'll always end up getting the audience you deserve. You know, it's just as simple as that. Yeah. I love that. Just try it. See, just I get, try. Yeah. There's nothing. And, and that can be applied to anything in life. Not even just this, just mm -hmm. everything in your life. I mean, you know, don't just try, you know, skinning cats. Oh, I, that, I, that I would discourage. <laughs> I for did not instance, expect that to go where it did. No, but uh, you know, there's things that you don't have to try that will not be good. Well, regardless, you know. Um, but no, but but as far as media goes, there's just so so much stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> there's so much. There's so much stuff, and there's so many platforms and avenues to get your stuff out there. YouTube, Twitch, uh, Anchor yeah. for podcasting, and Podbean, and there's just stuff all across the board yeah it's frustrating at first because at first you're not going to get any people listening to you it'll be it's it's a grind but it's the grind that pays off because if it hard work passion does translate it really does mm -hmm. and ab above anything else above any gimmicks that you can try to connect to what you're doing you know passion love of what you're doing that's that connects with people Agree, one hundred percent. See now you got now you got me coughing over here. <laughs> you're, you've got the stroke. It's contagious. Stop it. <laughs> I'm spreading the stroke. I don't right, think that sounds wrong. That, that, that sound no, mm -mm. this isn't Matt's show, Warren. Come on now. <laughs> no, no spitter swallowing on this one. No, not on this one. <laughs> no, that's specifically for Matt, and he'll appreciate the shout out. Uh, we give him when he listens to this. So, oh, I'm sure he will. He will. I mean, the last time three of us worked together, we had a blast. So, we'll mm -hmm. have to make it happen again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a ton of fun. Are you kidding me? Absolutely, absolutely. So much fun, Matt. When you're <laughs> listening, uh, we have to make it happen again. There's no fans about about it. <laughs> so, you you say you're just like the normal typical middle-aged white man i disagree whatever that's neither here nor there if you could or you had to write an autobiography uh what would be the title and why are you choosing that as your title the title of my autobiography yes uh why would you read this <laughs> i feel like that was somebody else's too that or yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Why would any I it's so nondescript. Like there I don't know. No, no one why would anyone want to read my autobiography? You'd be I don't surprised. Know. There could be something uh. in your life that has happened 
that could resonate with somebody. You, Maybe. Like, you have no idea. Maybe somebody wants to be a music blogger. And you talk about it, and they're like, well, if Warren... There's reasons why I'm not anymore, by the way. (laughs) Just so you know. But maybe I can. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) Like I said, Um, you never know, like, what could happen. Or just any type of story you tell from a personal experience that somebody else is just like, you know what? Sure. I, I, that's, that's like me. Like, people who watch wrestling, especially little kids, they look up to a specific person, like a Roman or a Bailey or whoever. Mm -hmm. And they, they're just like, that's who I want to be. That's sure. That's that. Somebody could feel that way if they read your autobiography, if you write one. L- look up to the Baileys and the Brian <laughs> Danielsons and and the Roman Reigns. Don't look up. To, don't look up to me. I sit in front of a. I sit in front of a camera with with a quality microphone, mind you. <laughs> uh, and, and, I, and I complain about pro wrestling. There's nothing. No, come on now. No, but I I appreciate what you're saying. Like I really do, and it's, it, but um, but that's the thing. like I look I, I look at my 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 background. Sure, there's been stuff there, and there's been trials and tribulations, just like anyone else's. But I don't feel like there's anything really special to glean out of it. Um, you know, I would I am much more content having an opportunity to create a community around which we can talk about pro wrestling, right? Just getting like-minded people coming around, being able to 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 to, to share on pro wrestling on the level that they like, right? Because there's all sorts of different ways to approach wrestling and to enjoy it. You know, yeah. you can like you can like pure wrestle, and that's fine. You can just like you know WWE, and that's fine too. Whatever floats your boat, just find a community and attach yourself to that. And that's that's my goal ultimately. You know, I find like if anything, pro wrestling fans. I think one of the reasons why pro wrestling fans are so passionate about what they like and don't like on Twitter is because, um, because I think that it's easy to be poked fun at when you talk to people who don't watch wrestling mm-hmm. and you're, you know, and then you sort of get the side eyes and you're like, really? Does, <laughs> does he know it's fake? You know, kind of thing, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And I think it's easy for that. So when, when you find people who are like-minded then you get excited then you're like all right you know everyone wants to be accepted everyone wants to be loved and accepted into something that's a it's basic yeah you know so you get you get into wrestling you find your niche you find oh these people like this type of wrestling or AEW or you know women's wrestling and then you gravitate around those and then that's why there's clashes because it's like no I like my thing and and this is my little community, you know, these are my people and I don't want you guys coming in here with your poison or whatever. A lot of gatekeeping. A lot of gatekeeping happens, you know, yes. and which is weird because, you know, on the outside looking in, you know, we want to be accepted. Why wouldn't we accept? So that's what I, that's yeah. ultimately what I want to do. I just want to create a playing field where people can come in and talk about the type of wrestling they want. The, you know, obviously, something that resembles what I like as far as mm-hmm. pro wrestling goes, because then I get to connect with people who have this, who enjoy wrestling kind of like I do, Yeah, you know, who don't, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to chat wrestling with people who are into, you know, evening gown matches from the nineties. I don't care, but you know, I'm not going to, or, you know, uh, you know, the people who are really into Goldberg's body of work. Like, no, that's, that's fine. 
That's all right. We're good. Thank you. You know, the, ultimately, that's that's what I want. It's acting right now. It's you know, just building building a community, trying to to, to you know, in my little way, you know. And again, I don't want to sound um, uh, arrogant, but sort of try and bring people together on that level. You know, it's, it sounds kind of corny when I say it, but that's that's the general. It, it's a sincere sentiment. Yeah. Nonetheless. I like that. Again, I would read your autobiography because I think it'd be entertaining as fuck. So that's one of the reasons I would read it. Pressure's on. Maybe, maybe we, maybe it's if it's a graphic novel, it'd be it'd be dope. That'd be fun. A graphic novel, I'd go for. That'd be fun. I mean, I can't be mad at it. Graphic novels are fucking cool. Yeah, I, I agree. You gotta make it happen now. Just, just as like a future goal for yourself. Just attempt any type of graphic novel about your life. <laughs> I will pay whatever to see it. Well, I mean, there's an audience of one, so what? If hey, so I might just have to get into that it. That audience may grow once this comes out. <laughs> tell, tell all the people you know. Would you? Would you read a graphic novel about my life? Maybe. It count as a, count no. as a yes. All the maybes you count as yeses, and there you go from there. <laughs> all right, look. Let's put it. Let's put it on the maybe pile. Okay, that's How about that. That's a win for me. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any future plans? Now, this comes out December thirteenth. So, anything you have planned for the rest of the year, or like into January, you want to give a little insight to? As far as wrestling and stuff goes, that, that, that Any, I want to do anything you're doing. I'm swatting my mic, I guess I'm you're gotta be careful. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll be doing some uh, Wrestle Kingdom post shows this okay. year. Uh, so immediately after nights one and two of Wrestle Kingdom, because um, those those will be happening first and foremost. Yeah, I'll be doing some post shows. Probably be joined by uh, by a fellow. Uh, New Japan uh, aficionado as well. Uh, so, you know, since it's still early when we're recording this, I can't say exactly if you know who, who's who, if my guess is accepting or not. But yeah, uh, definitely. So check check that out. I'll be recording that live on YouTube.com/slash Mr. Warren Hayes, and you can also pick it up on, as a podcast after that on all your favorite podcast applications too. Yeah. Probably be doing a. Um, a post show as well for the third night of Wrestle Kingdom, which is the big New Japan Noah show oh, showdown, yeah. the, 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 the cross the cross promotion show. Yeah, that'll be dope. I'm excited to see what matches. At, at the time that we're recording right now, they haven't announced any matches. Yeah. Um. So we've all got our dream matches, but um, yeah, it should be like I really want to see. I really want to see Shingo versus Nakajima. I really, really want to see that. That'd be amazing. I hope we get it. But we'll see. We'll see. It's all coming up. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, it's um, my co-host Savannah. Her main focus is um, New Japan. So sure? she loves that when I think she's going to start her her show uh, about all about New Japan during Wrestle Kingdom. So I'm very cool. I'm very excited about that. And that way, cool. like, she gets her own little thing, like, because I have this, and I do the collab show, and we both do She Leap, but that way she gets her own little thing 
and I'm letting her about I'm, New Japan. I, I told her I was like it's your it's your baby you do whatever you want if you need me to upload it I will do it it's all you I don't understand jack shit about New Japan <laughs> I know who, I know who some of the people are I've never watched it because I don't have time well no I get it you know uh, Kristen right mm-hmm. didn't didn't follow New Japan at all until uh, until we started dating and whatnot and then she I you know what I what what got her in hmm. uh, maybe this is a name you know Hiromu Takahashi is okay. what got her, what got her in yeah and that's because Hiromu is a handsome he's a very handsome boy he is a very handsome boy um <laughs> so so you know sometimes you, you just use you know, and, and he's the kind of guy I can't get mad. Like, you know, you know, she fawns over him. I can't get mad because, yeah. you know, Hiromu's the kind of guy that, uh, you know, challenges uh, my own uh, <laughs> systems and beliefs. You know what I mean? There's I guys that. like that in wrestling that I just look at them and I'm like, eh, you know what? Uh, uh, Perhaps. You know, like like Drew, Drew McIntyre. Beautiful he man. Just, you, you just want to rest your head on that chest of his, you know? Yes. Thank you. Thank. See, you get it. <laughs> that's how it is. I mean, that's it's normal. I think you know that that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think. I mean, it, I it's it's a little different for me because uh, I am bisexual. So, okay. I, um, <laughs> it's a common theme with uh, Matt and uh, the guys at Young Kings. I the thirst becomes very real when all of us are together. So it's bad. <laughs> So I Imagine. get it. I get it. Trust me. <laughs> and, but it's fun because I'm basically just one of the guys at that point. Like, I join in. Sure. So it's sure. fun. Like Mandy Rose, Toxic Attraction. We love Toxic Attraction. So Mandy's not my type, though. That's, that's not fair. my. That's, that's very not very not much my. Nope. No, no, she's not see, my type. She wasn't. And then she won the title. And then I'm just like, well, maybe. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, there's nothing like like there's nothing wrong with her. Like, you know, I'm you know, I'm not yeah. gonna, you know, but you know, it's it's not she's not uh she's not someone I get necessarily but I don't it's weird because like the women wrestlers I don't get there's none of them that that will maybe like trigger me in the way like a like a Drew McIntyre will. You know? So they all just have to be Drew McIntyre. Got it. Duly noted. Everyone or has Rhea, to be- Rhea Ripley. I Rhea, love Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. She's we could just go on. I, I gotta put an end to that before. <laughs> Whew. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, Warren, I've asked you so many questions. Uh do you have any questions for me? About wow. anything. About anything. Anything you want to know about me, what have you, feel free to ask. How many pets do you own? Uh, I have one. I have a cat. A cat? What's the name of the cat? Uh, his name is Lucky. He's an all-black cat. We found him. Oh, he's God. a found, a rescue kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, like ten years ago. He's very old. Oh, he's but an older cat. He's 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 my little baby. I love him to death. Good cat. Yeah, he's good. Does he get into scraps? Uh, is he an outside cat? No, no, no. He's okay. very much inside. He, tr- he the one time he like tried to go outside and then. He was just like, I don't, I, I don't want it. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so he's very much an indoor cat. I get it. I get it. I had years ago one cat that was an indoor cat as well. His name was Jedi. He was a fantastic. He was kind of like a dog, 
I'd throw <laughs> shit at him. He'd bring it back. You know, we'd, we'd play fetch. And, yeah. and one time he, he, he did sort of sneak out as I was opening the door to where I was living at the time. And it was, and it had just freshly rained. So and the door would open onto a wooden deck and Jedi sort of jumped out like really, really fast. And like, I got out and then he froze. And then he started doing this thing where he's like, oh, I don't want my, you know, everything is wet. And he's like, yep. oh, no. And, he, you know, he's sort of lifting his paws like, ew, ew. and he just dashed back into the house. And was like, there you go. You're done. Cats are you'd great. never you'd never last five minutes in my word in my world, cat. <laughs> Cats are great, honestly. Yes. They're great. Time. Absolutely. I own a bird right now. You want a bird? Yes. A That's parakeet. Cool fuck. Yeah. Okay. It's a good bird good birds are very social creatures very yeah. very social they like to hang around you they like they like when you talk to them when you whistle at them then at some point they'll just screw off and go do something the next thing you know they're coming back or they're talking at you from all the way over there <laughs> and you respond back you go <laughs> and they respond back i love doing that like at pet stores i just like whistling at the birds because I, I like getting responses yeah because I know you're talking back, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking to you. They're very social creatures. They really like they really like interaction. Yeah. Like technically, you know, the, if you if you buy two birds and you put them in a cage, typically you're screwed. You won't be able to develop a bond with them. A bird yeah. has to imprint on you. So if you buy a bird alone, solitary, there's mm -hmm. a very fair chance that that bird is going to become like your your top best friend. There you go. Ever. I might, I might they'll show it in weird ways like shitting on your shoulder but you know <laughs> yeah. it's you know it's like it's still friendship it's the little things in life <laughs> it's the little things did you have other questions for me um what well, uh, uh what, 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 what you you have prescription eyewear um what yeah, is do. the uh is uh, trouble seeing afar up close a little bit of column a a little bit of column b um i am at this point a little less than half blind in my red eye. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So I've been wearing glasses. Just happening naturally? Or? Uh, second, I got glasses the second half of kindergarten, so I've been wearing them ever since then. I'm 25 now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a long time, like 20 years of wearing glasses. They're great. Pain in the ass. That's what they always are. <laughs> but um, I do have a slight astigmatism, which I found out, which I kind of knew, but then like was just confirmed when I went last month. Uh, I also have a lazy eye. I learned how to say amblopia as a child. Like, that's a thing. So, wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I got, I got a lot of eye issues, but I got glasses. Yay. Ooh. I mean, I can see perfectly <laughs> without them. It's just I have them to enhance my vision. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. What about you? You also have prescription eyewear i'm assuming i do i do <laughs> very very blurry far vision okay i say very very blurry um and uh yeah and i even have um you know the the you know, like you can't tell because you know when you to to read up close to apparently like the last time i i, I went to get my eyes checked I said oh you know you're reading your your close-up vision is so I can't remember the terms. I'm sorry. I sound like a complete doofus. <laughs> yeah, your 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 close up reading is 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 degrading, sir. So we're gonna put uh, progressive lenses. Okay. You know, like an old man, <laughs> right? 
You're not that old though. So so I was like, well, I don't want prescri- I, I don't want that because you know get, you've seen it before, right? Your old uncles or your grandfather, you know, they had this little square in their glasses, you know, on the bottom, which is the ultimate symbol that you're old <laughs> when you have that that little <laughs> indent in the glasses. Yep. But they said no. Now we really do them progressively. They 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 mesh with the rest of the uh, with the rest of the lens, and you don't see them. And you can't you can't tell you can't tell that I have progressive. I I never would have known. Yeah. Look at that sly guy over here. See, mm-hmm. you're not old now. No, no, I'm still very old. I'm very very old. <laughs> Three years till I'm fifty. That you don't look it though. The cool thing is, is that here's the here's the exciting part. Here's the really exciting part that I'm looking forward to. Once I hit 50, that means I get cheaper tickets to the zoo. That's all you need, really. Go absolutely. Go I hang out at the, the zoo. zoo. I love zoos. Me too. Go visit a city is like where's the zoo? We don't have time to go to where's the zoo? <laughs> we don't have time. Where the fuck is the zoo? Where's the zoo? <laughs> I got I have to see I have to see their 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 reptile compound. I have to see if it's up to snuff. <laughs> the what, they have tigers here? Yes, we're going. <laughs> the amount of times I have wheezed from laughing is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Those know are great. do that. I visit Spain. I go to, Bar- uh, to, to, to Madrid a couple of years ago. You went to the zoo in Madrid? Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a rocking zoo. And here's what's really fun when you when you go to a zoo like in Europe and like an, and and you know it's a different climate in Spain, right? It's it's very very hot. Yeah. So for them, like the boreal forest, you know, of Canada is ooh exotic, you know. So <laughs> you're going around, you're going into the like the North American area, and it's like oh that's a moose, <laughs> the elk. Beavers, been there. You know, it's like I, I'm actually teaching the, I'm actually teaching the guy who's giving us the the, the tour of the zoo, the guide. I'm telling him, no, oh, beavers. No, oh, they uh, they usually they live upstream. But here, you know, you'd usually think that they they build the dams within a couple of days, but no, it requires a lot of work. And dams are usually passed down from generation to generation of beavers. And the guy's like, que no eh, ni comprendo. You know, it's like because he's speaking Spanish and not English. But I'm trying to school him on on beaver dams, and he doesn't get it. You do have a lot of knowledge of beaver dams. I, I love that. Well, we're Canadians. Can, uh, we, can, the beaver is, is 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 our national animal. It's our national uh, uh, national emblem. Emblem. Whatever you want to call it. It's the beaver. It's the Canadian national animal. I don't know what to call Why it. Why would it be a moose? No. What? <laughs> Beavers are industrious. They're tireless. <laughs> I was like, they work I don't hard. Know. I don't know. They contribute. They contribute to uh, to the uh, uh, to the growth of uh, of wildlife, preservation of of uh, clear water, clean okay. water. Yeah. No, beavers, man. They work hard. It's a it's a rodent. Don't get sure, but <laughs> related to rats. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But uh still very very uh industrious that, that's our that's our national animal I, I think our national bird is the loon the canadian loon i don't even know what that is it's like a big goose <laughs> 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 well you've seen though 
they, they, they've got like, you know, they're, they're sort of gray and they have the black neck. They have like a white collar. Oh, you know? I have seen those. Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah, you've seen you those. Just had to, you just had to, I'm a visual person. We talked about this. I, I had to visualize it. Americans have eagles. You know, they'll swoop in and they'll fucking rip the th <laughs> your throat right off of you if they want to. You know, loons, loons, they travel in Vs <laughs> in the air do, to preserve, do loons to preserve uh, uh, energy, you know, and it's aerodynamic. So it, pre it preserves energy, you know, so we two different two different ways of of of, of, of celebrating our national birds. Yeah, I mean. Now you said a loon is like a big goose. Does that mean it honks? Yeah. Oh no, it has a terrible, terrible. Yeah. But honestly, I'm gonna have to look it up later. <clears throat> you and you'll definitely find videos of because uh, you know they do travel like in huge um, <laughs> flocks. That's the yep. word I was looking for. Um, and and there's videos you know of them on beaches and then they suddenly all take off and the. The, the noise it makes it's like battle you know, cry uh it's it's like you know the it, it, it's like pinhead opening the gates of hell from oh his little box God. you know it's like it's ridiculous the sound it makes but they're they're graceful they're huge they're big big birds sounds <laughs> like a great big, time big birds I yeah gotta, uh, so if i ever go to canada which i do want to go to canada eventually uh i'll i'll stay away from the loons i don't want to get and, you don't want no. You can you can see the loons. Uh, it's I, cool to see, see the loons. If I see one and if I hear it and if it's as terrifying as you're saying, I'm running. Because they're not aggressive. They're not like swans. Swans are fucking bastards. No, geese are also bastards. Swans are worse. Swans will come at you for no swan reason. Swans swans pick fights. <laughs> swans are just there to pick fights. They're the, they're literally they're they're literally the guys at the bar. With Ugh. the with the spiked gel hair, Ew. right? They're just looking around to fight someone. Yeah. That's what they do. They hang around the pond, and you've got the ducks, the nice little mallards. You've got the 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 you know the 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 geese who are around there, you know, the, which are just minding their own business. And all of a sudden, <laughs> fucking swan will come right at you, <laughs> and they're huge <laughs> birds at the same time, and they're spreading their wings and fucking that that. that fucking neck that they got <laughs> just coming right for you just hit the bricks man terrifying shit oh my god i love this so much i love wrestling though too by the way this is pretty cool. yeah can you imagine wrestling but swans <laughs> attacking people yeah well someone says you know my my, my gimmick is the swan and everyone's like gay or whatever you know it's like but um but honestly, swans are so aggressive. They're so mean, you know? I love that so much. I hope somebody comes out with a gimmick now that is the swan. <laughs> I hope you, like, spoke it into the ether, and now somebody's going to have it. And they, like, make we'll it see. big. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. That killer swan. Killer. There it is. Killer swan. <laughs> somebody make it happen. Please, for the love of God. For sure. So, did you have anything else you wanted to ask me, or you want to keep bullshitting about birds? No, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's fine. That's fair. Okay. I gotta say, that is the first time I have been asked questions that had nothing to do with podcasting, and I love it. Oh, well, do you like podcasting? How about, I, do. I do. I do. Uh, I finally hit a year in August. 
Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, because I, I don't know if you actually know this. I used to be with SmackDraw. Like with Kyle yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. Dave. So I used to, well, before Bama. But like, I was a part of that and then I left. I started this and this has now become my child, basically. So we started doing Sheleet. Like, I made the channel and everything in September. So I'm only going on like two months of being my own boss kind of like I'm this is how I'm running it kind of doing my own thing exactly so like that's how I started thinking of well I kind of want to do interviews but excuse me I would like to eventually interview wrestlers but for now interviewing podcasters who have also done interviews is an interesting take because the interviewers are getting interviewed so I like that it's they get they get to be in the hot seat for once which is kind of why I started this and I have a quarter of friends on Twitter in the wrestling community like I've talked about them all the time uh, it, we have a group chat called the cafeteria it's great they're the coolest people so I, I've grown to love podcasting especially mm-hmm. over the past year yeah. I, I'm, I'm not surprised it's the it's one of those things that the more you do it the more you enjoy it you know if you latch on to it it really gets it really gets to you. So that's cool. That's wonderful that you like it so much. Yeah. I mean, and again, you're going to you're going to disapprove of what I'm saying, but you were one of the like the big names I wanted to talk to. What a disappointment. Shut the fuck up. This, <laughs> this it's, was it's great. Weird. No, I'm it's 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 just weird. It's weird because I don't I I don't perceive myself as that in any way shape or form and yeah and it's like oh i wanted to reach out to you but i was afraid i'm like why no just I'll always always reach out and most of the time i'll say yes and if i if i can't say yes i'll say soon you know that's yeah. just how we 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 all need to prop each other up we all need to 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 work together and do things together because that's how every you know it, it's really a situation that if you if you if if the good keeps rising, it's good for everyone. Everyone sees the good. Everyone understands that it's good, and the good just makes everything float. So it's really important. I find. I I'm glad. I'm glad you reached out because this was a lot of. <laughs> this really was a lot of fun, uh, and 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 I'm glad you did. I'm I'm so happy you were just like yeah, and again I'm thankful to Matt. He was just like Katie. Since Vince can't be here, do you want to do you want to be on the show? I was like, with Warren, fuck yes, let's make it happen. And then we happened to be like, well, Katie does this interview thing. Do you want to do this? Maybe sure, sure. And then I go. waited, I waited for you to go through all your PWI stuff, <laughs> give you a break, which I appreciate, which I appreciate. <laughs> you were a busy a man for a while, so yep. I was just like, yep. I'll wait a little bit, and we made it fucking happen. There you go. And now you I gotta, appreciate it. Uh, you gotta tell the people where they can find you on all the things. Uh, YouTube.com <clears throat> slash Mr. Warren Hayes is where the magic happens. I record a podcast live there every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. I sort of talk about whatever happened in the week, whatever I feel like talking about. Big news, small news, some as big as your head. Um, and uh, uh, and uh, lively chat, some good times. You should come join. If you can't, the video is on demand, of course, but you can also uh, find me on your favorite podcast application. Mr. Warren Hayes Show is there for sure. 
otherwise, uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Warren Hayes. Yeah, uh, if you're watching the video, his Twitter handle is on the screen. Also, the link to everything will be in the description of the video and the audio. Uh, thank you for being Vanna White for me, Warren. I appreciate it. It's great. <laughs> you want to talk about inspirations? Vanna fucking White. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and of course, you can find me on Twitter at KatieRasslin13. I have a link tree in my bio that take you to all things She Lead Showcase, the YouTube, um, twitch.tv slash She Lead Showcase. Try saying that five times fast because it's a fucking tongue twister. I did it to myself. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Um, sadly, we go live the same time you do, so I never am able to actually catch your live show. So, um... Guys, just go watch Warren's because it's way more entertaining. You can watch No, no, no. If you're already watching Katie, catch me later. It's <laughs> do it later. Catch Katie. Go watch Katie live. What are you talking about? You're already watching her. It's a good, you're in a good spot. You're you're well taken care of. Continue watching her. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I do say like the live chats are one of the best parts about streaming on Twitch. Yes. It's the people just coming in and then they can just take over the show if i let it if i just if i happen to look because i don't have anything pop up on the screen i just have a separate computer where i can see everything they 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 really try and break you it's it's mainly my friends though so i can't even be mad at it oh so you can't be mad at them i can't be mad. yeah I can't be mad. Totally mad back you have to accept them for who they are exactly mm -hmm. yep. uh and then of course anchor spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts. If you liked this, leave a review on it. I, I'm going to do more, but we're eventually going to try and do this, but with me as, like, the guest. So we're trying to figure all that out, and I don't, okay. I kind of don't want to, but at the same time I do. It's going to be something. <laughs> but thank you again, Warren, for doing this with me. I hope you had a fantastic time. I really did. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. I appreciate it, and... Anytime, I'll be back. Uh, we're gonna have to do a part two. There is no friends or buts about it. Like, it's gonna fucking happen. This might be the only part two in the series I do. I don't care. It's gotta happen. Next we'll have year. the autobiography ready next time. This time, <laughs> next year, there will be an autobiography graphic novel. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. It, it's a long year. The longest shot, too. <laughs> but hey, you know, I did put it in the maybe file, so there you it go. Did. It's in the maybe file. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone for watching, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.